This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. On the phone, I have David Bennett and uh, National List MP. A very good morning, David. Morning, Brian. How are we going? Not too badly. It's a bit wet out there, but other than that, yeah, I think terribly we're, wet. I think yeah. we'll, we'll probably survive anyway. Yeah. Good to see, good to have you on. And uh, what's no been, did you go to Parliament this last week? Yeah, we did. Yep. And uh, this week coming up as well. Yep. Um, just a lot of uh, sort of small legislation going through at the moment. Nothing really controversial, but there was an announcement yesterday around the hate speech laws. Yes. And so that'll be pretty controversial when they come into Parliament, though. Right, yes, I can imagine that one. That, uh, what's hate speech? I mean, I don't go around doing it, but people obviously do. And uh, one of the things, of course, that's happening in New Zealand is the uh, Wellington extended lockdown. Does that affect you going down to Parliament? Yes, yeah, so we're in effectively the same rules as Wellington, so we can't go to meetings of two, uh, over 100 people. So things like citizenship this afternoon that we're not allowed to attend because uh, we've still got to keep the, rule, the level two rules. Okay. So, um, yeah, so it, it will have an effect on some things like that. Um, and hopefully Wellington is fine in a couple of days' time and we don't get locked down there, you know. Oh, that's really that good, That would yeah. be the worst scenario. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Sydney's really got a bad dose of it there. It seems to be the, they've got the D, D1 which is yeah. quite bad. Yeah, well, and that's the issue that the big Australian cities have had, you know, the sort of the, the entry points coming into the region uh, from overseas, and so they've had more to contend with than, say, New Zealand has, uh, and they've got that bad variant there, and it seems to have taken hold in those big cities as well. So, yeah. um, you know, it's, a, it's going to be a tough job over there for the next few weeks as they get on top of that. And um, yeah, more shutdowns likely as you're seeing in Sydney at the moment. So yeah. um, it's unfortunate. Yeah, they'd had a pretty good run up to now. So, uh, but it just shows it can happen anywhere, anytime. So um, you know, you never know what's going to happen next around the corner in this but with that bug. You know, that's for sure. It could well come here one day, and we've just got to deal with it as as they are dealing with it there. Yes, I know when we had that uh, overall uh, lockdown there, it got a bit boring after a while, but uh, yeah, there we were. Yeah, you don't want, a, don't want a really big one like that, but they'll, no. I think they're out for two weeks there or something at the moment, so right. I think the days of the huge lockdowns are gone, but um, certainly the shorter and sweeter sort of type affairs that um, you know, are there to basically try and um, you know, neutralise the spread for a certain period of time until they get a handle of who's actually got it and how far it's spread around the community. Right. I gather about the end of July is when the general public, in a large way, will be vaccinated. Well, uh, that's helpful. <laughs> um, uh, we've only got a very small number of the population vaccinated already and it's only a month ago to the end of July. So, yep. um, you know, I, I just don't think that they're going to be anywhere near that. Uh, uh, you know, they're talking about doing massive numbers like 4 million yeah. Yeah, in the next six months. Well, stacking them this long should do a million. So even with more of the um, the product in the country, yeah. uh, there's still the problem. There's a big problem around resourcing um, structure of that and organisation. And so the delivery of the rollout has been pretty, um, pretty bad. And um, you're just not seeing the numbers that you would expect. I think we're like 120th in the world or something like that. Yeah. Um, 
when we're in comparison to other countries. So, yeah, it's it's just not happening at the fast rate. And you can see what happens in Sydney. That I mean, you never know what's going to happen next, and you need to make sure that um, you get the population vaccinated so you reduce the risk of those kind of outbreaks. Yeah, well, the vaccinations are around. I, I've had my first one. I've got a second one yeah. about the twentieth of. July, uh, yeah. so uh, you know they are around, but uh, you got to be on the know. It seems almost. Yeah, really. that's that's what people are anecdotally people are sort of saying. Oh, I didn't follow this procedure. I just went where I knew they were or something and yeah. got it. Yep, so right. um, that doesn't quite sound right, but that seems to be what everyone's saying around how they got it. You know. Yep. Well, that's how I got it anyway. Somebody told me yeah. where you go, and I went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there yeah. We are. The regional land transport plan that's come out is it good or bad from uh, your point of view? Uh, I haven't seen the Waikato one, but I would presume that um, that road from Cambridge to Paiere should be high on that list. Yes. Um, the it's always been the regional priority in this government, Kent sort of. Um, yeah. So hopefully, it's still up there. Um, they're under a lot of pressure to put the rail as a priority there. Yes. And, um, you know, because they've got the train to Auckland and government wants to see that to make that work. And so, um, you know, they're putting a lot of pressure on the regional council to, yeah. to keep that highly in their planning process to put more money into it to try and make it work. So, um, yeah, I would imagine that's up there, but it's a bit of a farce that's put up there uh, for political purposes, not actually for uh, transport purposes, whereas right. the... The key thing is the road from, from um, to Cambridge to to Pyaria, and that um, that should be there, um, yep. and it needs to be there. It needs to be built. Well, it seems to me, as I looked at it anyway, and uh, one or two people in the council, city council here have spoken quite strongly and said it doesn't do what it should do. Yeah, well, they're wanting sort of cycling and walking and all that stuff everywhere, and it's all right to spend that kind of money, but. You know, there's 20,000 people going on that road a day. Yeah. Um, and so the reality is people aren't walking or cycling. Um, you know, and in the Waikato region, we're, we're not a, um, a condensed population. We're spread out. Um, so it has that effect. And also, um, those very councillors that are saying that are spending money that's on the basis of a growing Hamilton uh, that's been prosperous and, um, and has had sections and things like that coming on board, which has meant that they've had more money to play with, mm. um, and that very growth is the reason we, uh, as a result of the roads that we built. It's not because we made walking and cycling lanes in the city. The reason the reason that Hamilton's grown is because we had the expressway linking us with Auckland. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So those very councillors should actually um, uh, go back to the drawing board and understand how the money's actually made in this town, and. Um, and it's not from walking and cycling, it's actually from having growth that comes from linking with Tower and Auckland. And so we should be building those roads, not the walking and cycling options that they're talking about. OK, fair enough. Take your point there and I uh, hope they're listening as well. Uh, there I doubt they will. <laughs> <laughs> but so, like, last week was announced quite a substantial yep. rate rise in Hamilton. Yep. And it's just, it's just craziness. You know, um, you know people on um, fixed incomes you know, they just can't afford those kind of rate rises. And, yeah, it's all right for the councillors to have these grandiose ideas of um, cycling and walking options. But, you know, the reality is that um, their job is to do the rubbish, the, the libraries and the yards yeah, and the water. Yep. Um, and they're probably going to lose the water soon. Um, so, you know, their job shouldn't be to do all these other things. And um, that's why we've got... Um, 
time at Coston Council, and they just um, they've gone beyond their their duty, which is to do those core infrastructure projects, and that's it. Fair enough too. Okay, uh, I noticed that a couple of uh, the stalwarts of the National Party are leaving the House. I think Smith has already gone home to Nelson, yep. and uh, Muller is pulling out at the end of this term. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's uh, just one of those things in politics. Mm. So uh, Nick's made his um, decision, and yeah. told as well. So um, yeah, uh, good luck to both of them. Yep. Yes, I, I was quite surprised with Nick Smith because he'd been in there for quite a long time and uh, pulled his weight, I think. <coughs> but there you go. Yeah, he's done 30 odd years. And, you know, um, yeah, whether the people agree with the politics of the person or not, you know, 30 odd years, whichever party you yep. are in, yep. um, is a substantial period of time. And, um, you know, it's, it shows a huge commitment to his local community of Nelson, yep. uh, but also to the country because. Yeah, you know, it's a very demanding job with the travel, um, you're away from home, yep. uh, and all those things that, and all the pressures of the job. So, um, you know, it's not easy and to maintain that for that period of time um, shows a true dedication to the country and to his, his um, area. So, yeah, Nick's um, been a great servant of Nelson and, um, yeah, he's always been someone that people there could rely on, they could go meet and talk to and he would always fight for their issues. So, um you know, he can be very proud of that long service because it's not easy and very, very few people ever get to that stage. Right. Oh, well, there we go. It's certainly a big one there, and um, there's um, about it, all I've got for you this morning. Anything yeah, you want? No, no worries. That's all good. So I'm just looking forward to the council maybe to look at those rates again. Yes. So uh, I think it will force a lot of people that might have sort of the council in the past actually think about it now. Yeah. Uh, with they see um, council spending money like that. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can get them to take a more conservative and prudent view of uh, the finances of the city would be great. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.